You are now tuned into the Forever One Marriage and Relationship Podcast with Team Wade. Get ready for tools to create a healthy marriage and relationship the godly way. Hey, hey, what's happening, everybody? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Forever One Podcast with your hosts, Team Wade. Wade. So glad you guys are able to join us today. We're going to continue our topic, uh, how to have a healthy, intimate, sexual relationship with your spouse. With your spouse. <laughs> with your Husband, spouse. wife, male and female. Marriage. The biblical way yeah. to marriage and having a healthy sex life Absolutely. in the bedroom. So this is part two. We went over a lot on last week. So you want to do a, a slight review and then we'll yeah, get into me, what we... Let me quickly go over a few things that we talked about last time as you all tuned in. I know you were blessed by that. And so we, we dealt with uh, health issues because that can hinder having a good, healthy, sexual, marital relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's very important But first, go ahead and read the scripture before we get into reviewing, because God has something to say about our sex life. He's concerned about our sex life. Absolutely. He created us to have a desire and a wanting for one another. That's right. Uh, So let's go here in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. It says, now concerning the things of which you you wrote to me. So there was a concern. Yep. The Corinthian church wrote to the apostle They had Paul, questions and they that had they were questions. asking him. So he's addressing these questions. He said, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, because of sexual immorality, let each man have his own wife. So in other words, if you cannot abstain from not falling into fornication, it's best that you get married. Is what he's talking about. Yes. And let each woman have her own husband. Notice your own, not somebody else's. (laughs) Let the husband render to his wife the affection due to her. Mm. And likewise, also the wife to her husband. Notice he said, dude, that means you owe that person that. It don't belong to you. It belongs to them. It's your responsibility. Yep. To one another. Yes. Verse four says the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And Mm. likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Wow. You want to address that? Yeah, I want to address it because (laughs) think about that. You think you have a right to withhold your body from your spouse. God is saying you don't have the right. Now, we're going to clarify because we don't want to throw out this blanket statement and then people frustrated and not understanding how to keep it healthy. But this is what God is saying that because he's saying it generally hoping that we'll do the right thing, but there are other reasons that are hindering, but we shouldn't be withholding ourselves from one another. And I want to clarify that, you know, even further, because I, I counsel with a lot of uh, ladies and first ladies and um, a lot of people in the church. And the concern with the, the wife is that they get this scripture all the time that you're not supposed to be to withhold yourself from me from the husbands. And yet there are so many other variables going on within that relationship, such as 
There's no emotional connection there. Well, we're gonna get There's into no uh, yes, we're gonna get into it, but I yeah. want to make sure I bring it bring it to the light. No, we so bring we it. Forget. We ain't gonna leave the ladies like they slighted because you got abuse. Yeah, you got men verbally abused or physically abusing, mm -hmm. and so now you expect me to be uh, intimate with you. Yeah, and then so. the husbands too. There's variables with the husbands yes. too, and so we want to make sure we help help create answers for you so that. Both of you can get the correct answer so that you can deal with each other in a healthy way. And no one feels like they're being taken advantage of and being beat, browbeaten with the scripture. Okay. Now, one thing Team Wade is not going to do. We're not going to browbeat you with the scriptures. We're going to tell you what God said, but we're going to bring it to you in a balanced way. Yes. And I was speaking in terms of that husband's brow. No, I'm not, team no Wade. <laughs> I'm not saying team Wade. I'm yeah. talking about there are pastors and preachers oh, yeah. that browbeat with the scriptures. Yes. And they just say, God said this, but doesn't begin to go more in depth mm -hmm. with the scriptures and talk about what scenarios are. Yes. Because just like the Bible says, if all possible, live peacefully with all men. Mm -hmm. Sometimes me living peacefully with you is you living over there and I'm living over here. Mm -hmm. So so we we have to bring a balance to it. So we, we don't dare want to put people in an abusive situation in the name of the scriptures and we're not elaborating in detail. Right, because every yeah. scenario is different. That's okay, exactly it says, right. and likewise the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Verse mm -hmm. 5 says, do not deprive one another mm. except with consent for a time. Wow. That you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer and come together again that Satan does not tempt you yeah. because of your lack of self-control. But look at how powerful that is. It is. That if you stay away from each other too long, yep. Satan can take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. So that shows how important the intimate sexual life is in the relationship and how it can create adulterous situation mm -hmm. and create many problems in the relationship. Yeah. And so we have to continue to have these discussions in a healthy way. Yeah. So let's go ahead and, and do a little review. Thank you so much for reading that. Okay. And so one other thing is we dealt with last time is we dealt with health issues. Yes. So, you know, Very important. so you have women that have may have female issues going on that are creating problems. And then men may have ED or erectile dysfunction. Yeah. So those are health issues. And, and we recommend that you begin to look at your diet what you're eating, what you're putting in your body. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you're male and you're dealing with those uh, type things and also getting your testosterone levels checked mm. because a lot of times uh, men, as you, we get older, your testosterone levels go down. That affects your muscle development. That also affects your sex drive. That's so exactly right. some men may not want to be intimate which I don't even want to know what that feels like, right. but you you know may not want to have a drive, so you need to have your testosterone levels. It's a checked. reality, yes, and it's it very is. common. Very uh, common, among men. and nobody's especially, talking about it. right, especially yeah. as you get older. But we're finding you know younger men are having these issues as yeah. well. You know, not just men in their sixties or fifties, you. but younger men and it's, and thirties, and it has to do with the food that you're. Eating health. Because a lot of the things that they're putting in the food now has a lot of estrogen. Estrogen, hormones, and so all kinds of hormones. All these different hormones. So they're throwing the hormones out of balance. Yes. And it's creating a problem when it comes to 
the drive of sex mm -hmm. and think about how important it is in the marriage. So a lot of times people don't know these uh, health issues yeah. that are creating a problem in the intimate life. So and it can be reversed and you don't have to think that that is Come your on. lot in life. Thank you. It can be reversed. Okay. So you just need to check it out. Mm -hmm. And then number two we talked about, which is a big one, past trauma. Past trauma. Tra childhood traumas or past traumas in your adult trauma period uh, can uh, actually trigger yeah. Uh, especially sexual traumas, yeah. rape, uh, rape molestation, rape, yep. um, and maybe you know you don't know it. It warrants communication uh, with your spouse, or so that past they can, lust issues, yeah, or perversion, or things perversion, that, that yes. was in your past uh, before marriage. Let's touch on a bit more because you think about perversions. You have somebody like we live in a day now where all these people talking about body counts. How many bodies have you caught and all this old crazy stuff mm -hmm. and not understanding that when you get married, how much damage you're doing to your soul. Oh, yeah. All those mind. soul ties. Yes. Soul yes. ties are real. They are really So if real. you have multiple partners yep. before marriage, then you need to actually take yourself through deliverance, renounce all of those sexual partners and Let everything that came you. with them. Renounce them, command those soul ties to be broken off of your life, broken out of your soul, and command the spirit that was attached to them yep. to leave your life. Or and let, and let the Lord give them divorce from all the marriages, because you, when you become one with a person physically, you're you're consummating a marriage with that person. Absolutely. So you have to divorce everybody that you, that you laid down with and yeah. married intimately. Yeah. Literally, you marry them. Yep. So now you need to divorce them out of your soul yep. and get free. And that in and of itself will take a huge pressure mm -hmm. off of your spouse and all these attitudes or issues or uh, expectations from your spouse oh that came with those soul ties. all the crazy stuff you were doing yeah. and all that yeah. perversion. Yes. And you expecting them to meet up. To make to your demand. toes curl up oh the way uh, Susie oh, made your curl, toes curl up. Well, Why it couldn't have been Jimmy? She not Susie. Or he, he Jimmy? not Jimmy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so you have to. These things are real. Yes, and they, they will are. show up in your marriage, in and your intimacy. And they will create major issues. And they will create major issues. And let me say this. Don't ever compare your spouse uh, to a past preach preacher. person that you have have been with and what they did in the bedroom. Don't ever do that. That will damage your marriage. Because there will always be an expectation. It, if you think about it, it's driven by lust. Mm -hmm. See, the marriage bed should be an expression of the love between a, a, a husband and a wife. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't just be the act of right, sex. Right. It should be an expression of the love and that coming together as one is just a crescendo of Come that on, love. Deal with that. Together. Say that again. Yeah. It should not just be an act. Yeah. And that was re reverting back to what I was initially saying. Yeah. You know, we here now. It, it's not just an act. It should yeah. be an expression of the actual love and affection that 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 you, that have, you have for one another. Yeah. Wow. And so good. that is so important that that you understand that. And so if you are in those perverted relationships and you're trying to compare the last person to your spouse, it'll never work because there there really wasn't an expression of love. It was just Passion satisfying the lust. flesh. Mm -hmm. Yes. And and that's what Hollywood and movies and entertainment is built around 
pushing the agenda of lust and yeah. perversion and you don't see God's way being lived out. And that's why we say we teach marriage, marriage the, the biblical, biblical way. way. Amen. We don't want to get stuck because we want to get to our current point <laughs> mm -hmm. doing reviews. So let's let's get to our, our current point uh, that creates the problem from us having a healthy sex life or a healthy bedroom. And that is number one. Um, not showing affections toward each other outside of the bedroom. Mm -hmm. So that means you, um, if you're not engaging in each other, engaging each other in a healthy way, when you're not being intimate, hey, sweetie, how you doing? Uh, that you, you're communicating, enjoying the presence and the company of each other. And flirting with one another. Oh, yeah. You got to continue flirting. Physical touches yes. and hugs and, you Holding know. Holding hands. Yes, being, you know, emotionally kissing connected. Kissing that, that is not sexual kiss, but still kissing, yes, hugging. Yes, absolutely. Uh, laying on each other. I mean, all those different things outside of the bedroom that you continually keep in an affectionate way they carry over into the bedroom. That's so good. Amen. And so number uh, two, the busyness of life. That can definitely be a hindrance. Busyness of To life. wanting intimacy because you're so tired by the time you get, get done with your day that you don't want to see nobody but... <laughs> Cows jumping over the moon in your sleep. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And then so you go into bed early, especially if you have a young family, because we got to talk to the young family. So the busyness of life, and then you may have one one spouse or the other that's an early bird. Mm -hmm. And so they go to sleep early, but they get up early. So now with the busyness of life, you may have to plan what is the best time. Plan your intimacy. It's quite all right to do that. But that's, that's not spontaneous. That's not romantic. Who's, how, that's, who says been, it's been not romantic? Y'all been, been watching too much Lifetime. Yeah, you got to Yeah, yeah, it's got to just all of a yeah, sudden yeah. lean into it. I and mean, there, that's there, good. There are times that, that's you know, good. the spontaneity and, right. and all that but happens. But you know. But you got to know to be consistent. If your life is busy. Uh, nine o'clock may not work every time for you. Ten o'clock may not work every time. So right. you got to begin to. Who says the sun uh, got to be set? Who says the sun got to be down? Who says the moon got to be out? Just because the moon is out, you know, not out. We can't be test We can't be intimate with each other. Come on, y'all. Come on, saints. Y'all, you know the saints. Say, they saints. forget. Y'all know when they before y'all got saved, the sun could have just been rising and you ready. <laughs> So why not with your spouse? <laughs> so know. set that time. If you know that the only time that you all have is between here and there, then hey. guess what? Let's meet up here hey. and there. Let's meet up here and there. And let's yeah, allow is. the expression of our love to come together at that time. Preach one okay? Amen. That's real good. Okay. Last point. <laughs> and that is frustration. Mm -hmm. Frustration. Mm -hmm. So look, what are some of the frustrations? Young family mm. and finances. Yeah. Which one you want to tackle first? Both of them are really good. Uh, let's do the finances first. Okay, so a lot of times when when the bills are not being paid the way you want them to be paid. You're frustrated. You can be frustrated so it can, 
be difficult to be in the frame of mind because of the pressure of the frustration. That's good. You cannot allow that frustration to cause the marriage to erode. That's good. You got to understand that we're going to work our way out of this. We're going to get the wisdom of God. We're going to get mentoring. We're going to learn whatever we need, but we are coming out of this financially. But we're not going to allow the frustration of finances to suffocate. Ooh, that's so good. We're not going to allow it to suffocate our relationship mm -hmm. and our intimate life. We will stay unified. Yeah. We will stay affectionate. We will stay in love. And we're going to walk through this thing together that's good because usually when finances are out of order for a significant amount of time oh uh, that's the beginning of the erosion of the yes. relationship because you take yeah. your frustrations out on one another yeah. and that's just the beginning of the downward spiral so oh. if you make a decision early on that this is just a season we're going to stay unified we're going to keep loving one another on. we're going to make right decisions and like you said you're going to overcome this the seasons do change amen and now back again to the young family Ooh, having a small kids, oh, Lord. small multiple children, Ooh. that's a whole nother level. Just having one small child and trying it's to- It's enough by itself. It's enough by itself. But what if you got two, three, you have two. four? Yeah. So All of them our girls were, between one and six at, at one time. God Whoa, bless you. Bless you. Let's stretch It's a reality for a lot of you guys, that's and I right. know that because we had small kids, but our kids, our girls were four years four apart. Four years apart, and, it's still uh, and it was still challenging. So yeah. I realized what you're dealing with. So the key to that is schedule, 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 and schedule. Balance, 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 and schedule, 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 and balance, and balance, balance, and balance. schedule. So yeah, you got to. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about because schedules. one thing with a schedule, our girls had a bedtime, and they had to be in that bedtime regardless mm -hmm. of what was happening. Other than if we had a late night at church, right, or if we had something going on. Oh yeah. Other than that, their bedtime. What you remember? Eight o'clock. It was eight o'clock every eight every night. Eight o'clock. They had to be in the bed because some of you 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 have no boundaries in your house. Mm -hmm. And because you don't have any boundaries, there's no order. And that order is creating chaos. So why not corral and control the movements of what you want to happen in yes. your home? So, for example, we put our kids on the schedule. So they were in bed by 8 o'clock. That yep. gave me time to relax, relate, release. Wind down. Wind down. You know, pray, seek the Lord. And, and it gave I you time to be able to, to be with my talk husband. and communicate with each other. That's right. It gave me more time for Because what, y'all been busy all day? Yeah, you get the pillow talk, all of that. Mm -hmm. But if you, the children up to 11 o'clock, in and out of your room, mm -hmm. you've been dealing with them all day and then you're still dealing with them. Yeah. Now you all never engage each other's life and then you're wondering why the intimacy continues to suffer. Yeah. So you have to have a schedule. Schedule is your friend. Schedule your friend. Now, if you have a newborn who can't control, you know what I mean? Well, that's going to uh, happen That's going to be months. different, but that's just a season. But just know, train a newborn up okay, to be on the schedule. Okay, speaking of training the newborn, what are, what are you going to train them? I'm saying train them up as no, they I, I grow older to I'm, but I'm saying something get else. them out of your bed oh, well, that, that, into there we their go. own you, bed. You know what I was talking about. Because see, some of you all, you done trained that baby. Now so they Terry, four years old sleeping in y'all bed. She, I nursed her for a whole year. Hmm. So he couldn't wait for October 22nd. 
1997. It didn't have nothing to do with the date. It was the time when <laughs> nursing is over. There comes a season that uh, nursing is over. And that season was one year for her. But see, I know some folks, you done seen on TV that you got a big eight-year-old coming up trying to... I wish you would three be years. talking about nurse. Three, That's still three too years long. Old, trying to still three nurse. years old nursing. So Eat anyway, some food. So anyway, we, we had to, you know, kick her out of bed and it was a long process to her crying. Okay, all tell night. Th- let, let me tell you how we did this. <laughs> See, this is some of y'all problem. You all don't want to deal with that crying. Mm-hmm. She would get put out every every night she get she uh would come knocking on the door crying. Yeah. And we let her cry. And that lasts, what, about two weeks? About two weeks, and that broke her. And she finally realized the door is not going to be open. <laughs> so you can cry, you can lay out there, ain't nothing wrong. And so we're going to see you in the morning. Yeah. And so that's <laughs> really, really important for you guys when you're training, especially uh, nursing parents, you know, I'm to on. transition them. Hopefully you have them with the bottle as well as, you know. But when they nurse, they want to be on you all the time. So and, and be careful about that. And and we're not saying you got a young child and you putting them out and they three months old. Oh no! No, they're in the bassinet, but they're not going to be just laying in the bed and Absolutely. getting used to yeah. staying in the midst of us. And then you can never get them out, yeah. and then your intimate life suffers. And yeah. I know a lot of people they do that, and there's no intimacy going mm-hmm. on because the children is has, right there in the has hijacked <laughs> the bedroom. Amen. No hijacking. We don't deal with hijackers. That's right. Do not allow the baby to hijack because intimacy is a, a vitally important part of your marital relationship. So you must have boundaries and you balance. must have balance. Absolutely. And so all of those things, I hope what we're saying to you, I know is a little comical and a lot of straightforwardness, but at the end of the day, we It'll want you to have life. a healthy, intimate life if and definitely to change your life. If you put these forever. in place, it'll change your life. Hey, you guys, um, I want to highlight uh, our t shirt that oh, was given to us oh. Fly and Save. Fly so and save. I want to shout out Rashonda. She's so sweet. She gave these to us. Yes. And uh, go to our uh, Instagram, KMODISH. K underscore and check her out. Thank you for the t-shirts, Rashonda. Appreciate you you. so much. Take a moment to share this podcast. Share, share, share. If you have been blessed, comment. We want to hear from you. Amen. And uh, we will see you next time on the Forever One podcast. Hey, thank you for joining us. See you next time.